Hey, Pepper here. Before we get started, the audio might sound a little weird this week, uh, and that is because uh, due to how I left my settings from a previous recording session, rather than getting two isolated recordings, one of me and one of uh, my guest, instead... My uh, my audio software recorded both of us at the same time, meaning the audio you hear from uh, Beatrice Poundwell is the raw Discord audio and not the one that they record and then send to me. So if it sounds a little weird, if the timing seems a little strange, it's because I accidentally made the recording in an inseparable, rec- like recorded in the, basically on the same piece of tape and I cannot digitally pull them apart. Yeah. I think it still sounds pretty good though, so uh, enjoy. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to Last Minute Politics. This is Pepper Coyote, and I am joined once again by my by our increasing like we we I'm kind of wondering how long till we make this an official co-host situation. Me and Beatrice Poundwell. Say hi, Beatrice. Hello. Thank you for having me. Happy to be here. Whatever yeah, you ask was, me. You're cool enough that I think what I did I ask you yesterday or was it two days ago? It was pretty quick notice. I, <laughs> I think it was two days ago. I think it was two days ago. But I'm rarely doing stuff on Sunday, so that is the hope. Usually, my rule usually my rule is one thing per weekend. Like, like I do one thing per weekend, and I've been breaking that rule lately. Um, but um, yeah, I'm in this dumb musician, like not just music, like a lot of people's jobs where it's. My days off are like Thursday, Friday, and even then only kinda, and weekends are never, like, I don't think of, oh yes, the weekend where I do less work. (laughs) It's the weekend where I do different work. Heck, even on Monday I got called in for a very short thing, but I can't complain, because these are very much, like, this is not the hardest labor I've ever performed in my career, so (laughs) so I really- For sure. Trying to be grateful. I'm very very lucky to have a nine to five, and I catch myself sometimes asking- people at the gas station what their plans are for the weekend and realizing what a stupid asshole I am because like, their plan the is to station. work at the gas station. <laughs> I'll be here, man. You can come see me again if you want. <laughs> yep. just, it's like, sorry, I know. I'm sorry. It sucks. You just start rolling into the gas station with your own activities, like the AV cart, like you're in junior high again. Like they keep working, <laughs> but you like play a video and like, hey, man. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> just keep trying to give them beers and stuff like no i'm working i don't come on the game's on man i got a chair and everything uh one time it was the fourth of july and my girlfriend at the time had to work so i was like maybe it'd be funny to get her a cake that says sorry you had to work today <laughs> and and i went into the fucking bakery at walmart and i'm like oh that means i have to make somebody working today write that on a cake and you know they were happy to do it yeah, that's me when I'm I'm in this weird catch twenty two situation where, person, my personal moral decision when it's what major holiday, Christmas, New Year's, Easter, the kind of days where I think yeah. people should not have to work at all, and I would love if everyone just got it off, except for I don't know, like surgeons or <laughs> emergency, sure, except for emergency workers. I end up in this fire situation department workers, yeah. Where I, on my own way to work, I'll be like, "Oh, I should get some. I'll just quick grab some breakfast from the drive." Wait, <laughs> I'm supposed to not attend any businesses, so I'm like going to work and trying really hard to not for because 
I know it's never going to happen this way, but in my mind, my, the, my part of my brain that lies to me about nice things I do, it's like, oh, if enough people stop going to businesses on the holidays, they'll just stop opening on the holidays, right? I, I'm the exact same way. I'm the exact <laughs> same way. I try to not go anywhere on holidays, but I almost always do, you know? Because <laughs> you finally have and a then day I'm like, off. But I'll be quick. And then I'm always like, okay, but I'll be so efficient that it'll be like I wasn't there. Right. <laughs> hey, man, in the future, Walmart, just let me use your keys for a second. I'll go in, get my stuff, pay, get out. No one has to worry. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's right. Just let me in. Just I'll, be, I'll be right in. I'll be right out. You won't even know. You won't even know. Give me the code. Give me the emergency code or whatever. So my little <laughs> intro beep is not an am I the asshole. I guess it's an are they the asshole. And I don't know how to explain the situation in a way that is neutral because it's going to become immediately obvious, like my personal opinion, the fact that I'm even bringing it up. But Well, it sounds like you saying are they the asshole. I think I already know the oh, answer you want us to give. The reason, I, <laughs> the reason I say they is because it's not me. Like it's not a personally sure. involved situation because that would be way too easy to be like, so this guy was a dick to me. Now everyone make me – everyone validate my feelings, <laughs> please. But, we're but that's work. why I love reading that shit because of the <laughs> people that are like that. I'm at work and uh, we're in a thing where – not everyone at work knows this yet because it's a thing that happened recently, but one of my coworkers' children, adult children, they're 19, tragically died in a car accident like this week, like two days ago. We all like pulled our money oh. to be like, dude, you got to fly back to Omaha or wherever. Like you got to go to this funeral. We'll help you pay. But oh. uh, a person who definitely does not know this, uh, like someone we're going through a like, and here's the, if you're feeling brave, you can do these moves to this song. Like, you know, come on, brave people, get up here. I know some of you are brave. And then this person raises their hand. They're like, you know, every week, I hear you talking about brave this, brave that. My husband has Parkinson's and I have a brain tumor and we are physically unable to participate, but he is the bravest person I know. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know how to be like, look, lady. Yeah, I'm not. It's awful that your husband has Parkinson's. I'm very sorry you have a brain tumor. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Read the, like, <laughs> do you really think she was just like taunting you, you <laughs> unbrave people? <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that's like main character syndrome. <laughs> So I mean, are it's, they the asshole? Because it's horrible what's happening to them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a toughie. You want to stand say, up and be um, like, yo, Bill's son just died. Shut the fuck up for a week. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say everybody sucks here, honestly. Except Bill. <laughs> Bill just, just sucks for him. Ooh. Oh, God. Oh. What Look, a, lady, that too What, what a lighthearted story. I know. It's, well, we're going to get into even more lighthearted stuff. Are you psyched right, to great. pay back all your student loans? I don't know. You might have already. We're, we're both kind of old. <laughs> we don't have. No, I'm definitely still paying back my student loans. I, uh, yeah, I'll be paying them for quite a while. We found out this week that, yes, the, uh, the Supreme Court has decided, as we all knew, because, like, so back at the beginning of this, you would hear people complaining about how the the method in which Joe Bi the Biden administration was attempting to I say attempting to with huge air quotes because I don't believe they were actually attempting anything, attempting to get 
uh, student loans canceled, or rather 10000 for everybody, and then another 10000 if you're the recipient of a Pell Grant, I think. I qualified for the $20,000, which is funny because my Pell Grant was $180, but since I got a Pell Grant of some kind, I apparently qualify for, no, I don't qualify for shit. No one's getting anything. Spoiler wow. for the end of yeah. the story. But I was supposed to get 20 grand off my student loan and they even told me, like I'm sure many listeners here already got the letter of like, you're approved, we're just waiting for the courts. And it's like, man, it's not happening now. Yeah. And they criticized him at the beginning, sir. Hey man, there's two methods in which you could try to, you could get this done and he did it through the one that was the least defensible in court. So predictably, yeah. the courts threw it out. And I love how they had it be like, oh, it was only by one vote. It was so close. I'm like, this shit was never close. It was always going to be by one vote. You could have had nine quotes Democrats on the courts and it still would have been a 5-4 decision somehow. Now, what do you think? Are you happy about that? <laughs> No, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm not happy about it. I, um, um, I think that yeah, you're right. That never was going to happen. And I think there are some people that got in like under the wire, right? Like there was like a gray. Some people got checks at some point in history. They expanded how many people got into pre-existing programs. That weirdly happened with my mom because my mom co-signed my, my, some of my student loans because I was the child uh -huh. and, you know, <laughs> as you do. Sure, yeah. So yeah. she also can qualify for the exact same yeah. forgiveness programs and she happened to be work, happens still to be working for what is considered a non-profit because she works for a hospital. It's just a normal hospital. It's not like everything's sure. free hospital. It's a normal hospital. But working there and making payments for for however many, I think it's like, not can't be 20 years. I'm not old enough. I, but she made no. enough payments that they're like, yeah, that loan, it's just gone. It was like 40 grand, just gone. Why? Not because of new Biden shit. It's for like Obama era and before uh, programs that have had yeah, up to that point I have except for four people. I have a friend that like randomly got a check. And, <laughs> and like, like there was a, yeah, they got like a big check. I don't know what the fuck they did i don't know how it it's like the 80s and everybody's like oh did you know in zelda you can get a, a there's a if you bomb the one thing you can get a fucking check for your student loan fill out it's the like ninth that. form from the left and burn it and then a path opens and you can get rid of your student <laughs> your shackles will come yeah, off exactly it's like when the when the moon is directly <laughs> above you you have to turn around three times and Say this password. You crouch by this wall for 90 seconds <laughs> and an orb will appear. <laughs> Quick, what game is that? Touch that's the a real orb, one. yes. <laughs> that's, that's Simon's throw Quest. Your boomerang at, throw your boomerang at the orb and you'll get a check for your for 10% of your student loans. Or yeah, something. and the fire arrows. So really, it's a it's a twofer there. <laughs> yeah, student loans but, not yeah, happening no, it's, it. What's frustrating to me is that it's such a divided issue, is that these predatory fucking student loans that, yeah, when we were children, we and our parents were tricked into thinking it was a good idea to get. Most people would agree that that's true. Most people would agree that, like, these places are predatory. They're taking way more money than they fucking need. A college professor teaching English lit shouldn't be driving a fucking Audi, you know? The structure of the student loan companies, the fact that, I mean, how many different servicers have you had? I've had, I think, four. Like, it just keeps getting traded back and forth. And it's yeah, clearly... I've so had two could, or three. It's just, it's finance capitalism. It's, it. if you want to go out and get tinfoil hatty about it and talk about what is the true purpose of, like, the student loan program, it's to 
to make sure that class continues to show itself, even in the higher education system, even if you're succeeding and doing a great job at that. Certain kids yes. get saddled with a giant debt. Certain kids don't. Can you afford to get educated? It's like as simple as that. And it's kind of the most obvious example of that. It's kind of the most obvious example of a class kind of wall being put up. Like making it intentionally more difficult for certain people to, uh, well, what do they call it? Social mobility. Exactly. Like it's, it's, it's one like of the fiction. only one of the only publicly available posted like everyone knows about it ways to to gain social mobility is to get educated and to get a job with either within academia or with your degrees. That's why we all get the student loans to begin with, right? Yes, and it. But if, I would say it's not controversial to say that these loans are predatory and they prey upon people that don't know what they're doing, like seventeen year olds. And, and they get them like the to NCAA. sign for stuff that they can't afford. I think that is not controversial opinion. So why is it controversial that we should absolve people of this shitty situation? It's mind-boggling. You could, I could write a whole paper. I'm sure many people have about like trying to link the the student debt crisis and the rise of like NCAA sports because <laughs> you're talking about where the money is going. The school, Indiana yeah. University of Pennsylvania, my tuition did not go to my teachers for the most part. Like my professors were getting, they don't get, they get paid, <laughs> but at least you're right. Yeah, they're I, not you know, driving Audis. Yes, <laughs> you look at our new basketball stadium we had to build though, and that was tens of millions of dollars, and we had a decent. One to begin with, and I'm at a tiny. I'm at a D two school. If you're in a D, if you go to like yeah. Notre Dame, what percentage of the highest paid employee at almost every single uh, of every state? Look up because they're public salaries. Look up the public employees of, of any given state, and the number one paid person is almost definitely going to be your state's biggest D one college football coach, Alabama spends more money on, I can't remember his name, it's not Skip Bayless, <laughs> he's another sportsman, but you know, that coach, he's been there for like a million years, and he gets like $25 sure. million dollars a year, and like the governor gets 800000 it's really very funny to look at when you put it on paper, because I mean, clearly the politicians end up getting money through other things, but like, oh, the, the, the whole student, how do you educate a populace in a responsible way, because yes, we do want smarter people, <laughs> so we can continue our innovations yeah. and shit. Like you want your your worker your uh, workforce to be educated. You ever played City Skylines? You know the importance <laughs> of having in a Sim City. You got to have education. You got to build schools. <laughs> and I think it I've just actually shows never played City Skylines. I want to pull the trigger on it, uh, but you know, I it's a lot. I, I heard the console version sucks. Th oh yeah, you pretty much have to do PC and like the sequel is going to come out soon and it just looks even better, but like think of a system with complexities and it's in there. More I didn't actually but I saw more, my boyfriend, he was playing a thing and I'm like, "Oh shit, can you do blank blank blank?" and he's like, "Let me see." And there's drop-down menus for every single little intricacy. I'm like, "Oh lord, cool. <laughs> I can see how you could spend your entire life building a city here because it's like, "Oh, you want to play in the subway schedule?" Sure. <laughs> like you want to how do you convert electricity to okay? So you need to have this many turbines for this many this pipe, this blah, blah, blah. like it's great <laughs> in its intricacy. It's like it tries to do all the systems at once. So anyway, student loans bad. Gay wedding cakes are now illegal. You can be forced. To, the funniest joke I saw out of this is someone tweeted, uh sarcastically, obviously, but it's still funny. It's like I hold I have the strongly held belief that my student loan servicers are homosexuals and it would be immoral for me to give them my money. <laughs> 
Hey, like, you, why you does should that not be able work, to make actually? that argument, right? Seriously, what is the actual legal defense? Because it sounds like the same thing. These homosexuals want a cake. I don't want to give it to them. These homosexuals want education. I don't want to give it to them. Like, okay, cool. I don't want to pay you. Like, how can I not? <laughs> yeah. And then, like, what qualities, like, where's the line? Like, this guy, you know, has freckles. I, I don't want to sell him a cake this guy you know i just don't like the way he fucking looks i don't know it falls into unwinnable arguments which are what i like when i say culture war that's shorthand for what i for arguments that can never how do you win that argument obviously the correct moral uh, answer is make people a cake (laughs) or whatever like denying people services for little things like that is kind of ridiculous and it's hard to build a society with that kind of nonsense but it's the only reason yes. that gets put in front of us as the argument to have is because you, what do you, how do you win that argument? Convince every single individual that the gays are great? That's impossible. It's never going to happen. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, oh, the scary gays are forcing us to make cakes for them. Like this. Yeah. Fiction. That's the other side of it. And it's like, <laughs> if you don't, ev- okay, if you never want to make a cake for a gay person, don't start a fucking bakery. You know, that's step one. I had a, some comedian talking if about If your biggest fear in life is making a cake for a gay person, maybe don't start a bakery. There was a comedian talking about where, uh, Remember how they had like the sit-ins at lunch counters back in the OG civil rights movement in the 60s? It's like, do you think after that same lunch counter that was so racist, they were like throwing fucking boiling water on people and like beating people out of chair? You think they're going to go back to that restaurant? <laughs> oh, yes, I'm here. for No, yeah. you win the right and you never fucking go there. <laughs> like, I'm not going to go get my shit from the, the guy who doesn't want to bake me the cake. I'll find the guy who really wants to bake. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Expound yeah, that. If I have a mechanic. A Damn, if I had a mechanic, I'm going to go to the mechanic who treats me like a fucking human being. <laughs> so, yeah, make it so their business yeah. is effed up and you win the moral victory, but you're not going to go use their services anyway. It's it's a forever unwinnable argument. <laughs> yeah. That's why we got to argue yeah. about J.K. Rowling. Are you going to ever convince her of whatever? No, it's it's impossible. That's a victory that is impossible to achieve. And even if you did, her people wouldn't even buy it. Her heels are dug in. Even if she came out tomorrow and was like, here's all my opinions, that fight would not end. <laughs> it would just have a new form. <laughs> no, she's just a stubborn lady. Yeah. And she started out with opinion A and she's like, I'm keeping this one. And then <laughs> she's like, OK, I'm I'm just digging my heels in. I OK, I picked a stupid opinion, but I'm just fucking keeping it. <laughs> she's like she grew up as a broke. I don't, I don't think she was a mom. Why she didn't think she had any kids, but she's like. She's on benefits. No, she did. Working she class. Kids. Like her, oh, her story is that she was like on a train in the rain and she spent her last penny on a napkin to write Harry Potter <laughs> on or something like that. I've heard all those same details in a different order. So yeah, we, we have the same like mythological <laughs> origin of Harry Potter. Yeah. I In that situation, I'm just like, God, you guys got to read more books. Like, please, any other author, like, go read Discworld. It's great. Terry Pratchett's kick-ass. You all can have a great fantasy time, but millennials will only ever read one book, and it's Harry Potter. So now we have to fight about it for the rest of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter's awful, yeah, but yeah. I will not read another book. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'll just won't ever read another book. I've already read this one. Like, <laughs> you're asking me to read another one? That's like seven books if you read all the Harry Potters. It's a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's like, I read seven books in my whole life, and then I call it I called it a day. <laughs> uh, read Discworld, though. Discworld has much shorter books. You don't have to read them in any order. Some of them kind of happen in order, but for the most part, you just there's a bunch of reading guides. Just be like, meh, what do you want to do? Chronological order is probably the worst um, decision. <laughs> How many of them are there? Oh, I think it's like 50, 60. <laughs> oh, that's way too many. It's like, <laughs> that's it's like Goosebumps books. Like, you just kind of read them in whatever sequence you want. You know, I'm going to look this up. How many disc, dick, no, disc world books? How many dick world books? 41. There's 41 disc world novels over the course of 32 that's, years. That's a lot. That's too many. A couple of them are comics. A couple of them are like... They're like textbooks, but about magic. So, haha. Like all the shit that the Harry Potter extended universe has also. And they did after Terry Pratchett. <laughs> if if I'm going to read 40 books, I'm just going to write a book. Here's you know? the fucked like, up thing. I bet you those 41 Discworld books are about the same length of the entire Harry Potter series. Because like the last oh yeah, they're six like of them. God. A breezy read. Well, I remember from four on of Harry Potter, it was like the books were freaking you could fit one in your backpack. <laughs> like it was a weapon. Because what happened, <laughs> like, and you can tell when J.K. Rowling started to be allowed to say no to her editor. Yeah. That's all it was. She's like, I'm not taking <laughs> shit out of this book. It's 600 pages uh, long. Good luck. <laughs> and it's like, whatever. Fine. It <laughs> I hope I hope they did because from a business standpoint, I'm sure you can charge more for the big ass book than some little paperback. <laughs> well, I wonder. I feel $35. like the profit margin is probably smaller. Like you could you could write a hundred page Harry Potter book and sell it for the same price as the six hundred page one, you know? That's what I'm, if you wanted I'm curious. To. Where does that price break like of the per page? Like the production, because obviously more pages is going to be more expensive to produce. So where does that like, yeah. where's that chart <laughs> digress where it's I, like, okay. <laughs> that's a good question. I don't know, but I'll bet J.K. Rowling has it on a post-it note in her <laughs> office. Exactly. 900,000 words. <laughs> 600 pages equals less money this or whatever. Dollars. I went to the Chinese embassy because I needed to get a visa, a tourist visa because I wanted to go to China. And that happened and I am going to China. It's going to be great. Maybe they'll kill me. Congrats. Then you'll all be proved correct. <laughs> but I, That's what we're all hoping for. <laughs> My greatest wish <laughs> is that Pepper is killed by the Chinese Communist Party for some reason. <laughs> I if, show that up happens, like, I, if that happens, I'll call up my... QAnon racist uncle Tell him and I'll right. say you you were right you were right the whole time <laughs> I come back and there's just a hammer sickle on my forehead and I just am a complete zombie I've been like lobotomized I'm just, yep. Yep, I'll, I'll be right like Uncle Scott I'm sorry you were right they did it man they put a microchip in his brain everything you said Every, <laughs> everything you said exactly right I feel like a real asshole you tell me some more <laughs> stuff man you know everything what's happening next <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I think it's funny that they're like JFK didn't die or like his son or whatever. And now RFK Jr. is running for president. I'm like, does this fulfill that prophecy? <laughs> <Or> does... 
So I have this guy at my job who I can tell is like trying to figure out if I'm like, <laughs> if, if, if it's, if it's cool to talk about QAnon with me, like, I wish they talked like, to me like, cause I'm all happily. I'll be like, sure, man, tell me. No, it's not cool to talk to it about, to, to me about <laughs> it at work. It's not cool, but I can tell he's trying to find out if it is because he was talking about like that RFK stuff. Oh, are they pro like, or anti? Do they like RFK Jr.? Uh. Me? I don't no, have the, the much opinion about him at all. The I guy who's talking I, I hate. I hate him because he's over 60 and he's a politician, so I hate him. I hope he gets oh. AIDS. <laughs> he sure has a voice. I'm sure something <laughs> happened to his throat, but he's like, he talks like that. Like, he sounds like he's had a, a tracheotomy. Like, they smoke a fuck ton. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe the FBI took a shot at him and missed. They just hit his vocal cords. What What if he's faking that? What if he's like putting that on? He gets off stage. He's like, all right. Yes, honey. I would like to go to Red Lobster tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, he's like Americans. super eloquent. Has like a really yeah. nice voice off stage. <laughs> Beautiful baritone. Of <laughs> okay. Like he I have, thinks that will help. I got. Give me. Uh, I don't, give me one more topic. And then, did you have something specific, or are we just riffing today? This is like casual Sunday. We're talking. I kind of have a plan. We're just riffing. Um, we're just riffing. Um, I asked if you had talked about the submarine yet. Yes, Seems like let's. something you you guys would have you would have uh, talked about. That um, happened after the last time we recorded, and we haven't recorded since, and it's already fully over. So yeah, go for it. So so yeah. <laughs> It is already fully over, but here's my take on it, you know? I have always been pro-assisted suicide, you know? If you think it's your time to go, it's your time to go, right? And if you want to do it in an elaborate way to be with the sea, who am I to judge you, right? Man, I have a If you want to kill yourself... Go right ahead and do it. I had a friend who had ALS, and they did choose uh, to die on their own terms when things got bad enough that they lost control of their body. ALS is a terrible nightmare disease that I hope none of you ever get. But I almost wonder if they would have preferred to have sunk themselves down to the Titanic instead of being in a hospital bed in California and blown up with Mother Ocean. Well, my thought is, like, Taking everybody at their word, if everybody was smart and everyone did what understood what words meant, everyone that went in that submarine would have a death wish because they knew everything. They knew the likelihood that they would die. They signed away their rights to live. So they should have all like, so I feel no sympathy. They wanted to die. They signed it away. But I heard there was this one guy whose dad made him because it was Father's Day. (laughs) And I feel real sad about that guy. The only people I feel bad for... Okay, so we're all aware a bunch of extremely... A bunch of... Some extremely rich people built a private submersible. They built, like, a private little sub using, the like, cutting every corner, no permits, like, you know, just doing what you want to do. Free market, man. F it. International waters. Because they wanted to go... Like, flagrantly, like, the owner saying regulations get in the way of progress. (laughs) And he's been proven right. <laughs> he has. And they got on the sub, and they've done it before, so it's not like they died on the first attempt. They've had a few of them where it did work, and then they went down, and whoops, uh, 
our crappy sub died and then everyone it's, died. It's Russian it? roulette. It's Russian yeah. roulette. You don't always die when you play Russian roulette. And to counter all this is freaking James Cameron, another millionaire. He's, he, is he, he's got to be a billionaire by now, right? He made like the top three grossing movies in all of human history. Is he a billionaire yet? James? He, he should be. He should be. If he's not a billionaire, let's put together a yeah, GoFundMe. We need to fund... To- to put him over the edge. If he's at nine 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 million, I want to give him my last million. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, just throw yeah, one of too. them, peel it off my yeah, stack of millions. But he went down to the t- the Titanic like a million times. Why? And he never died. Why? Because he paid a bunch of professionals to take him. That's it. He's like, you guys know how to do this. You're like, okay, sweet. I'm bring me down. I'm James Cameron. Here's a bunch of money. I'm gonna make a because whole. Because he movie. believes in science. That's like his whole thing, actually. I don't I know what you mean when you say believe in science. I need to change the word believe because believe okay. is a thing you do in like Santa and God. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, okay. Um he understands. He realizes that he doesn't know what the he-, he does not know how to pilot a submarine to the Titanic, so he hires people who know how to pilot a submarine to the Titanic. Yes. Sure, yes. He doesn't just say, ah, you know. I got a hard hat, some Ziploc bags, and an oxygen tank. Let's fucking get down there, man. Yeah. So, anything? So, yeah, what else happened with the sub? Nothing else. I was going to say, I actually happened to go to a James Cameron Museum exhibit. There was a James Cameron Museum exhibit at my local museum, and it was all about him talking about how badass he is, how, uh, how cool it is that he went down to see the Titanic, and I guess his brother is an engineer that like helped design the equipment. It's really weird. And he's like, I consider myself more of an explorer than a filmmaker. And it's like, what? He made that movie made- to finance his hanging out at the Titanic. He started hanging out at the Titanic. I was like, fuck, this is really expensive. What if I could convince a studio? And then he made the most money-making movie of all time. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, actually. He but monetized yeah, he- his hobby. And- and then he made a museum exhibit about himself. <laughs> so that's kind of weird. <laughs> you spend the rest of your life telling people about the one thing you did. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> what did he explore for Terminator? Did he go to the future? <laughs> yeah, yes. Well, well, we don't know that yet, but <laughs> did he go to <laughs> yet? Yeah. Did he, go to... <laughs> did he go to Avatar Land? What is it called? Pandora? He yes, so he traveled to the future so he could travel to Pandora and then come back, and then he made Titanic and Avatar. Did you watch Avatar two? Did I watch Avatar two? Yes, yeah. I did. It made a million dollars, but the joke is that no one knows anyone else who has actually seen the movie. <laughs> I saw the movie too, so here we are. See, we're part of this. Yeah, yeah, I did. I saw it. I saw it at but a I'm drive-in. A like I saw it in a drive-in almost to mock it because drive-in, not very high definition picture quality. You can barely see what the hell's going on on the screen. So I'm like, fuck it. Yeah. Let's go see the biggest effects movie of the year in a drive-in theater. I can't tell what's happening. <laughs> also, a lot of scenes of people drowning or like escaping a sinking ship. And I'm like, damn, this is a Jam- James Cameron movie. He just went right back to yeah. it. Yeah, he's like obsessed with water in the ocean. It's weird. The way, James Cameron, the way of water. Oh, he thinks I know this from his museum exhibit. He believes that there's like a secret alien society under the ocean. Like he thinks there's like super intelligent creatures underwater somewhere. And you know, we're going to find them someday. 
finally, rich people are speaking sense. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I don't know. I, f- I feel like if that was true, we'd have figured it out by now. Uh, there's the, uh, what is it? Like, I almost like Star Trek's fictional ex- explanation for like, yo, if that whole universe is out there. Of how uh, the Vulcans basically just hanging out waiting for us to figure our shit out so they can talk to us. Like, no. Yes. They're not ready. <laughs> they keep yeah, killing exactly. each other for no Mass Effect has the same kind of thing. <laughs> we're like, we're all killing each other. And then, oh, there's a whole universe we can be killing. All right, humans. We unite <laughs> as a planet. Yep. So I want to talk about <laughs> cluster bombs and whether or oh. not cluster bombs are bad because America's opinion continues to change. If you go at the beginning of the Ukraine-Russia invasion, you have the U.S. saying, Russia's thinking about using cluster bombs. This is war crimes. They are very evil. Then you have <laughs> 14 hours ago, BBC, cluster bombs. Unease grows over U.S. sending cluster bombs to Ukraine. You see, it's a complicated okay, so situation. I'm, so I'm excited because I know basically nothing at all about cluster bombs. Uh, me too. About the bombs themselves, I barely, I assume, and I've seen a couple video clips of like it in action. It looks like the opening of a, like the Iron Man thing where he has like a plane goes by and it's like, like 10,000 little bombs go off afterwards. I think that's what oh. cluster bombs actually are and do and that's why they're bad because it's like indiscriminate. That's one thing that always does slightly confuse me about these. It's like, no, no, no. If you're going to blow people up from 10,000 miles away using a robot, it has to be these specific kinds of ways to yeah, blow someone you, up. You have to do it in the most humane way. <laughs> right? It's like a humane killing everyone. All right. So let me read from this a little bit. This is from BBC News. Catherine Armstrong and Antoinette Radford. Several allies of the U.S. have have expressed unease at Washington's decision to supply Ukraine with cluster bombs. On Friday, the U.S. confirmed it was sending the controversial weapons to Ukraine, with President Joe Biden calling it a very difficult decision. In response, the U.K., Canada, New Zealand, and Spain all said they were opposed to the use of weapons. They, they hit dislike on the YouTube video. Very brave of them. Cluster bombs have been banned by more than 100 countries because of the danger they pose to civilians. Kind of like uh, tear gas. And we still use that on our own citizens. They typically release lots of smaller bomblets. That's a new word, bomblets, that can kill indiscriminately over a wide area. And I'm like, doesn't a bomb <laughs> kill indiscriminately over a pretty wide area? <laughs> the munitions have also caused Yes, but bomblet, bomblet sounds so adorable, doesn't I know. it? It sounds like a Pokemon. <laughs> what I want to know is, or I think it is a Pokemon, actually. Like, between um, cluster bombs and petal mines? Oh, I guess it's the bombs go off right away. But the pedal mines sit there until you run them over with a car, step on them, and then you die. Eh, pedal mines. You throw a big cluster of mines, and they look like they, they like spin on the way down. They, they look like flower petals. Huh? The munitions have also caused controversy over the failure or dud rate. Oh, unexploded bomblets can linger on the ground for years and then indiscriminately detonate. Like Vietnam, they just dig up new unexploded bombs they find in the ground. That we dropped on them in the 70s and go, ah, fuck, well, uh, better evacuate the whole block and bring in all these crews and remove this giant warhead. That happens like every other week. That sounds bad. (laughs) That sounds shitty. You don't want that. 
Let me finish this paragraph. Mr. Biden told CNN in an interview on Friday that he had spoken to allies about the decision, which was part of the military aid package worth $800 million more million. The president said it had taken him, quote, a while to be convinced to do it, but he braved through it. He acted because the Ukrainians are running out of ammunition. It's like, then send them more, man. It's all our ammunition anyway. You got to send them the fucky ammunition that is a war crime. The war crime ammunition. The decision was quickly criticized by human rights groups like me with Amnesty International saying cluster <laughs> munitions pose a grave threat to civilian lives even long after the conflict has ended. That actually makes more sense that you're just dropping a bunch of bombs and it's more likely that there's just random bombs in like the woods and then a family falls on it. Like U.S. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan told reporters the American cluster bombs being sent to Ukraine failed far less frequently than ones being used by Russia. <laughs> Beatrice. Yeah. <laughs> they use the bad cluster bombs. And we they use the are using the bombs. shitty cluster bombs. We're using the better ones. They're using. They're still value. bad, but ours are better in the way you want them to be better. <laughs> I wish I'm making this. Shit. But on so, uh, on Saturday, some Western allies of the U.S. refused to endorse its decision. When asked about his position on the U.S. decision, U.K. Prime Minister Rashi Sunak, who also sucks, highlighted that the U.K. was one of 123 countries that signed it up to the Convention on Cluster Munitions, which prohibits the production or or where we get them? the production or use of the weapons and discourage discourages their use. And his um, wait one second, prohibits the production or use of the weapons. And discourages, so it's both prohibited and discouraged the use of. His comments came ahead of a meeting with President Biden, who is due to arrive in the UK Sunday before the NATO summit in Lithuania. There's a lot more of this article, but like I, we get all the stuff I was going to talk about. There's Here's a big explanation of cluster bombs, and here's how they work. And, uh, it's one missile that breaks into a shit ton of little missiles. That's basically what I thought it was. Okay. I don't know. You, I, you understand what I'm talking about? How come a year ago we're writing yeah. things about how Russia is super evil for using these, and then we're like, yeah, but we're going to use them too, I guess. And ours are better. And, and yes. Ours are, ours are better. Ours are more effective. It's because ours blow up more often. And that, yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> so they'll kill less indiscriminately. Still indiscriminately, but less so. <laughs> uh, not all detonate immediately. Say so, yeah, I don't. I don't know. Me. I don't like bombs of any kind. So eight million dollars—that's how eight, much they're 800, spending. Eight hundred million dollars. Um, oh, of course, eight hundred million dollars. Yeah, basically a billion. I. Oh man, what would you do with eight? See again, if they gave me eight hundred million dollars and said, "Go solve the war in Ukraine" or whatever, I feel like I could do a better job than these <laughs> cluster bombs. With eight hundred, I just me with eight hundred million dollars, I'd figure it out. I'm just looking down Jake Sullivan's career because <laughs> he's one of our, he's the advisor to the president who's supposed to be telling about these wars, and it's like, man, he just it's it's all these just career war crime dudes who are mostly the same between Democrat and Republican administrations, which is like part Wait, of why Jake I say we Sully? have Jake, yeah, Jake, Jake Sully. That's the guy that's that goes name. to Pandora. I know in in Avatar. <laughs> Jake Sullivan, Jacob Jeremiah Sullivan, is now the oh, okay. national security advisor to Joe Biden. And he, he was in the uh, Obama administration as well. I was looking to see if he was an Iraq war guy, and I don't hmm, I don't think he was, actually, which is weird. 
Oh, he was chief counsel to Amy Klobuchar? Weird. But it's all, these people all just know each other. I'm trying to remember how long Anthony Blinken was around. Like, I think he was around for the Iraq war. Like, I'm looking like, when was he secretary of state? When was he, <laughs> when was he national security advisor? <laughs> he also worked for the Biden administration. Oh, Clinton and Bush. Yeah, that's it. He worked for Bush and helped oversee Blinton in the B- Anthony Blinken in the White House Situation Room, like right after uh, like the Osama raid. You know, like the same dudes have been hanging out for the wars you don't like, and now this war that a lot of people do like. And I don't know how to force people to make the connections of it's all the same shit. This for the same motivations we went into Iraq, we are now in Ukraine, and you're like, but Ukraine doesn't have oil. It's like it's like empire shit. Trying to like send a yeah. message to the rest of the world. If you do anything we don't like, our dick is coming in in the form of a cluster bomb, and we don't give a shit what the Geneva Convention says. You're getting freedom, and it's very weird how this one is treated like a special, different scenario. Blinken yeah. voiced support for the Saudi Arabian-led intervention in Yemen. So Blinken loves the Yemeni war. Like, name a war crime, and Blinken's back there either causing it, cheering it on, and it's the same guy in charge of this war now. <laughs> I don't really have any, like, big points to make. Anything else you want to say before we talk about a less sad thing? <laughs> um, no, I don't, I don't have a whole lot of opinions about cluster bombs in general. I think they suck, regardless of who is using them. But also, I kind of would like to have one just for myself. <laughs> just have a cluster bomb. Just one of them. Yeah. Just so, you know, don't fuck with me. Unexploded or exploded? <laughs> oh, yeah. Just to throw at people like at your neighbor. Yeah. How dare yeah, you? Nobody, <laughs> nobody fuck with B. Nobody fuck with B. They have a cluster bomb, you know? They keep it in their bedroom. Don't fuck around with them. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'd like. But, yeah, that's my main thoughts on cluster bomb. But let's talk about Threads. Yeah, tell me about Threads. This might so, be Threads is uh, the new Twitter killer, right? It's not the place um, where you get a shirt with a goofy logo on it? Yeah, I Yes, that too. I, I mean, I prefer that website. Oh, that's Threadless, <laughs> right. Remember Threadless.com? Sure, yes. You don't remember Threadless? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I remember Threadless. What do you mean remember? It still exists. Sure I was just buying t-shirts earlier today. Remember. Um, <laughs> right, the first thing I see um, on Threadless, the first shirt I see, I'm going to read it to you. It says, okay to say no. All right. <laughs> Continue. All right. Okay, go ahead. Um, it's coming to a torso near you. Okay to say no. Um, so, yeah, thre- uh, Threads, it's the new app from Mark Zuckerberg. It's like an offshoot of Instagram. So you have to have an Instagram account, uh, and it's an app. Uh, and you have to have the app on your phone. As far as I know, there's not a desktop client for it, which sucks. I liked that about Twitter. But it's Twitter. Like, you download it, it's just Twitter. And um, it's crazy. It. Um, I wish I knew the numbers off the top of my head. I think it was a million people downloaded it within, like, an hour. Everybody – but because it was, like, three weeks ago that uh, Elon Musk – or when was it that Elon Musk tweeted that he was going to limit the amount of tweets that you could read? Yeah, I never so encountered like, that. Everyone this last weekend was like, limit reach. And I'm over here like, man, coincidentally, I wanted to post a video that was five minutes long. So I have paid for Twitter blue. <laughs> so it, well, I don't know if that doesn't affect me. If well, I said, I've, heard, limit. 
I've heard that the limit is bullshit and that it there it's just he just said like a, there was, but there actually isn't. Was it a coding thing? Because I swear I have friends who were talking about it. I never saw it, but maybe that's because I have the blue. Yeah, yeah, I don't have Twitter, um, which means I can't even read tweets anymore. <laughs> used to be able to, you didn't used to not have to have a Twitter account. But anyway, so yeah. a marketing platform, which is what Twitter is, you want as many people to be there and you want them to spend as much time as they possibly can there. Limiting tweets seems bizarre. Hilarious. But, um, but I think the timing was good for them to launch threads, which is literally, it's just Twitter. It's, it's just Twitter uh, with fewer people there. But I think the numbers are climbing so freaking high. Um, but then e, uh, Elon is going to sue uh, Meta uh, because they hired a bunch of former Twitter employees <laughs> because Elon fired them all. I'm so let me find an believe, article about that. I'm apt to believe that the limit was a temporary coding issue because one of our, our friends in chat here says that it was there for like not even a day and then it was gone again. And someone was saying, oh, yeah, it's because they just messed up something in the code. And then to cover it, they're like, we are instituting a limit, <laughs> which I find that very too. I've, but to me, that's like an even worse idea, like to say <laughs> to say that you're limiting like. Like to cover it, it seems like an even worse idea than yeah, just, just say there's an error. With, just tell people. <laughs> yeah, to me that's better than saying we're gonna limit how much you can use our product. It's a weird. You can only weird. we've limited how many ads you can look at. Like that's basically what they did. Like if that was the thing, <laughs> and like you just said, that would be the inverse of what you're supposed to be doing as a waste your time media platform. Advertising platform. Yeah, your whole goal is to get as many people to spend as much time there so that they'll read as many ads as possible. So limiting how many tweets they can read is asinine. But yes, I see it It was only like a day. And I had heard that people had just not experienced the limit at all. Never hit me, but I was also at an event at that time, so I didn't look at a lot of as many tweets. I'm like, how many is 600? <laughs> Uh, so I put a I put an article in the chat. Um, uh, Musk threatened to sue, um, but so here's the article: Meta swats away Elon Musk's litigation threats. No one on the Threads engineering team is a former Twitter employee. That's just not a thing. I just love to see uh, bad things happen to Elon Musk just because he's such a smug asshole. That's literally the only reason. But when it's like uh, Mark Zuckerberg, who is also a huge smug asshole, I don't know who to cheer for. (laughs) Who's smugger? Who's the smuggier asshole? I would argue Elon is the smuggier asshole, but it is very close. Old South Park keeps coming up. In my head, I just remembered, oh, yes, the cloud of smug emanating from Los Angeles <laughs> is drifting over to, to Colorado. Yeah. That happens to us. Well, like, how fire. smug do you ha- how smug do you have to be to pay billions of dollars for like something like Twitter and then just make decisions that make it much worse just over and over again? And just you just keep doubling down and saying that they're good decisions. As the proof keeps piling up that they're not. <laughs> it's insane. 
But if you have a billion dollars, you can do that. You can just fail publicly and say you're not failing, and it's fine. I don't think it's crazy. Will, I don't think Twitter will ever fully fail, crash and burn the way people think it's going to, because we're thinking about it like as if it's a company that can rise or fall, yeah. and not a valuable tool for the owning class to immediately direct conversation and like inst. inst- uh, institute introduce uh, well, topics for us well, to there's all always, fight over. There's always going to be that tool. I th- I think Twitter has what, become yeah. less effective as that, and that's why I think Threads is the next thing. Probably it should, yeah, and, and also just because it came first. So, what is Threads? Is Threads anything other than just Twitter run by a different company? Like, what's the reason to use Threads other than it's not Twitter? Is there a hook? Um, as far as I know, it's yeah, basically Twitter. It's Twitter run by a different company, basically. Uh, um, it's I. It's pretty much identical to Twitter. I never really, I never really liked Instagram, like the interface of it. So, and it does kind of borrow like Instagram. It's like Instagram style Twitter. I don't. I wonder, I think Twitter won't, like, literally Twitter itself will not last forever. But until a platform, which it sounds like Threads is doing, the thing that makes Twitter special is that you post a thing to the whole world and literally anyone can go look at it as long as your account isn't set to private. And people will be like, just come to Mastodon, come to Blue Sky. And then all the new ones, they're like, they... You know the the phrase milkshake ducked? They get milkshake ducked within like half a freaking minute. Like, everyone go to Blue Sky, hurry! Five hours later. So Blue Sky uses you to train AI, and that's bad. So don't go to, actually, okay, threads, go to threads. Two hours later. So if you delete your Instagram account, if you want to delete your threads account, you will also explode your Instagram account at the same time. So it's like a saw trap. Don't go to threads. Yes. (laughs) Well, well, people do, well, people... You do have to delete your Instagram account if you want to delete your Threads account, but I literally don't understand why that is a thing people care about. I like I actually don't get why people care about that. <laughs> but um, ah, everything you do online. Also, <laughs> also they're sucking all of your data. Of course, they're sucking as much information as they possibly can about you, so they can more effectively advertise to you. Which everyone um, like. Which, <laughs> Yeah, Twitter just has gotten worse at that, actually. Twitter always has done that, but they actually just have gotten worse at it. And it's really just because they have fewer people working for them now. But uh, So people will say Twitter tracks you less than threads, which is true, but, it's, but Twitter wants to track you as much as threads. <laughs> They're just not... They're just not there anymore. I wish that was a Twitter blue option. Like, stop tracking me completely. <laughs> just take, like, stop. Stop algorithming me. You just yeah. block the ads, and then eventually you end up with the weird ads once you're running out of unblocked ads. <laughs> well, I think Elon ideally would want Twitter to be just a service that everybody pays for and there are no ads. But... That's never going to fucking happen. Let me throw out my stupid, the thing that everyone on knee jerk will say, that's awful, a horrible idea, but I can't imagine any better one. And a lot of social media, what we call social media now, just internet services, YouTube, like Mm -hmm. a place to put your videos, a place to talk to your family, a place to publicly bitch about shit. Like these all are functions that I don't think we're going to stop wanting, 
Like they're functions that we as a society kind of want. Like we want to, he talks about, Oh, this is the public square of the, well, maybe these should be treated and regulated a little bit like utilities, like public parks where we have a specific sets of guidelines and rules and it's moderated by basically the government, like public universities have a set of rules and places you can be. Well, what if, what if there was just, just like there's a public TV channel. If you want to watch the pub, you know, PBS, why not have a public alternative to social media? Like, you know, you know, like government social media. <laughs> like, so you still have your Twitter and your threads and your fucking nine gag or whatever the fuck people like to do. Nine gag, yeah. Um, <laughs> but you go on, but when you want to go to the public park, the public square, yeah, you go to publicsquare.gov. And it's beautiful there, right? And the there's Nazis, and they're they're allowed to spout their bullshit because of the First Amendment. So nobody goes there. That's probably what would happen. I have yet to actually experience it. I only ever heard. I only hear a uh, secondhand and thirdhand information, and I don't speak the language, so it's going to be really hard for me to get direct information except just talking to people. But if you go to countries like China, they basically have that where we complain about all oh, their government controls their social media. But you know, there are some positive aspects to the government controlling your social media. Like you have to, you don't have to put your public name as your front facing profile name. You can use a fake profile name on a lot of the sites, but you must like, when you make your account, it has to be linked to your ID. So if you do something fucked up on the internet, it is not a mystery at all. Who, when did it? You're resp- boom. Yeah. They're responsible. You can't just call in bomb threats in China on fucking Twitter. Cause they're going to be like, they're going to walk around. Knock, knock, knock. Hey, so you planted a bomb? Like, we're here to ask you about that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, the last five furry cons I've gone to have had BS bomb threat. Like, they're super uncredible. Like, it's obviously just some some dick trying to some do with asshole. it. It's not like there's no actual danger involved. They're just swatting the conventions. That shit just does not happen in China. <laughs> it well, can't. yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I think there is a line to walk. I like that on... You can be anonymous on the internet. I think there is something nice to that. But obviously, yeah, it's bad, too, because that's how you get all the horrible shit. Damn, we sure but, can't seem to handle It's because we live in hell society, and it's just like an accessory it, to it. And our government sucks, and it would only use it for evil anyway. We all know that. That's why no one wants to do it. It would have to be with a government we actually yeah. – a government of, for, and by the people, like such as a dictatorship of the proletariat. <laughs> It's my favorite expression because it sounds yeah. very scary because you hear dictatorship and it's like, no, a dictatorship of the 99%. You're like, oh, yeah, that's that's not even really a dictatorship. It's like, yeah, we just use the word because it is literally true. Yeah. The 99% dominate all of politics, society, and life and build it entirely for them. And the 1% gets suppressed as opposed to right now where it's the government of, by, and for the 1% that suppresses the 99% and is far less moral yeah. than the opposite. Because worst case, that 1% just has to get a job. They don't die. We don't kill them. It's, ah, fuck, you're out of money. Yeah, you got to work. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I have to get a job. So evil. It's just like a death camp. <laughs> well, a lot of people work their jobs until they literally die. Yeah. yeah why exa- and it'd be with all improved conditions. Be like, sorry, rich dude, you got to take a... Normal job where you get 30 days of vacation a year and health care and an apartment. Yeah. <laughs> this would be with all those things. Well, we're we're coming up on time, and I do want to keep this casual Sunday. Do you have any 
know, closing thoughts? Anything silly happen in your life? <laughs> Any no homers um, updates? N- no. The I'm, algorithm's sending me Simpsons stuff. I'm hearing all, a lot of YouTube Simpsons content. Talking about, I'm like in the YouTube Simpsons, Simpsons community now, at least they're being recommended to me. And it's all talks about like, oh, yeah, which seasons are the golden age, like re examining season 11. I'm like, all right, <laughs> I've not watched half of these. That's like the only, <laughs> that's like the only thing the Simpsons fandom yeah, has is like, when did it start sucking? <laughs> and like, it always starts going back, like, yeah, it used to be everybody thought it started sucking like season six. But now people are like, yeah, oh, season 11 is when it started sucking. Season 25 is when it started sucking. <laughs> Only this so year. So I'm glad that that <laughs> – I'm glad that discourse of when did The Simpsons start sucking has continued and evolved. It's greatly softened because um, the main thesis the guy has is he pulls up online forum posts from like season six and seven. Like there, the internet existed. And what was everyone saying? Oh, that's cool. Oh, they jumped the shark this year. They suck now. <laughs> During what people call the solid, goldenest Simpson age, half the comments are like, oh, oh yeah. no, this is getting a little wacky. This is super, like the same complaints you hear now. <laughs> it's it's amazing, isn't it? They're saying it's it directly like that first groaning. episode was so fucking perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they don't like season one, though. Season one is a weird art style, and the, yeah. the jokes aren't the same, and the right, like, it's cool to see that the opinions are because the younger kids are like, yo, season 19 is my favorite. <laughs> it's like, all right. Like, exactly. Let's it, talk it's about so, it. It's like Saturday Night Live. It's like Saturday Night Live. You like the ones that you grew up with. You um, know, but yeah, follow me on nohomers.net. Uh, I'm at B Poundwell on there. I know everybody is moving to threads, but. I, I still think that nohomers.net is going to be the next big social media. How you many can different start a profile there? How many different services has nohomers.net already outlived? Oh, a lot. It's been around for ages. Yeah. My nohomers.net account has outlived my Twitter account, my Instagram account. My Gmail, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, I had no homers before I had G before Gmail existed. <laughs> That's right. That's Remember when right. Gmail was like I've, invite only? It was like, I've, oh. I've been sharing my opinion of when the Simpsons started to suck <laughs> since it first started to suck. <laughs> and if you want to know when that was, go to no homers. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Be pound well. This has been last minute politics. If you want to join us on Patreon, please do. I, uh, sorry for like a little bit of upload break, I guess. I, there's probably going to be another week or so where I don't because I'm going, I'm going on another trip this coming week. This should be edited and out before that or I'll have failed greatly. But hey, it's always, ta- uh, always awesome talking to you, Beatrice. Thank you for joining us this week. Thanks for having me. We're going to say bye for a long time. Bye. 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 Yeah. And stop recording. <laughs>